The Star Sport Podcast is brought to you in association with Access Credit Union and the Donal O'Driscoll Student Bursary. The Donal O'Driscoll Student Bursary has been established to honour the career and achievements of Access Credit Union's late CEO, Donal O'Driscoll. Throughout his long term as CEO, Donal championed the credit union ethos of supporting and empowering members, particularly in the sphere of education. In recognition of this, the Donal O'Driscoll Bursary will provide financial support to one individual embarking on third-level education or commencing an apprenticeship in 2022. The recipient of the bursary will be awarded €5,000 to help with costs. To apply for the bursary, visit www.accesscu.ie forward slash bursary. Close your eyes and pull like down. <laughs> And a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam McGuire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined by Star Sport Editor, Kieran McCarthy. Before we kick things off, I'd just like to give a gentle reminder to our listeners and viewers to please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and YouTube. The Star Sport Podcast is brought to you in association with our friends at Access Credit Union. Access Credit Union, where your bank really does matter. Choose the credit union, choose local, choose community the final round of the group stages of the cork football championships take place this weekend and with several of the west cork contingent well placed and in good form we're looking ahead on this week's show we'll be joined by thomas o'rourke of a rejuvenated carberry rangers ahead of their top of the table clash with the bars in balanascarty on sunday with both sides seeking to book a direct ticket to the county semi-final. But Kieran, before we talk to Thomas and before we look ahead to some of the other big games involving West Cork clubs this weekend, I want to have a quick chat about the ongoing Carberry Junior A Football Championship saga, which saw all games postponed at the 11th hour recently. For context, for listeners who aren't familiar with this story, although I doubt there are many out there because this has been a huge talking point in West Cork over the last number of days. The Carberry Junior A Football Championship is currently on hold after Barry Rowe requested DRA arbitration following their unsuccessful appeal to the county executive against the Carberry board. So Kieran, that's kind of brief details, but maybe you can tell us a little bit more in depth about this story and why the Carberry Championship has been placed on hold. Okay, no no bother at all, Jack. I suppose for context, we're recording this podcast on Tuesday evening and this Tuesday night, there is that DRA hearing. Um, like you said, Barry Rowe are contesting their elimination from the West Cork Championship. So hopefully by Wednesday, by the time this podcast is out, that we will have white smoke, that we will have fixtures and we will know who's playing who and what the plan is in the Carberry Junior A Football Championship. But it's still important, I suppose, to have a chat about what's What's happened and unfolded in the last week or so, it all stretches back to the end of July um, in uh, Group 1 when Barry Rover hand over, handed a walkover against Bandon in one of their games. And that's really the, the crux of the problem here. And that's what caused the issue because 
at the end of the round robin stage, Tyg McCorrig, Argentine Rangers and Barry Rowe, they all finished on four points in that group, but only two teams could advance. So what the Carberry board did then, they excluded Argentine Rangers and Tyg McCorrig's results against Barry Rowe in the final table that we then saw. But when that happened, Barry Rowe missed out on advancing to the knockout stages on scoring differences. And it was by the tiniest amount. I'm looking at the table here. Tyg McCorrig ended up with a point difference of plus one. Argentine Rangers had a point difference of zero, while Barry Rowe had a points difference of minus one. So we're literally talking the kick of a ball was 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 the was the difference. But it's because of that walkover to the walkover that Bandon gave to Barry Rowe. That, that, that that's that's where this this problem started because, and we'll have more in this Thursday Southern Star. One of the issues that I believe in the Southern Star understands is that the rules that were outlined at the start of the the championship, um, the regulations that were given to clubs prior to the to the championship commencing, they were working under the general rule from 2019, and that allowed for playoffs if a three-way tide ensued. So they were the regulations that the the teams were working with. But when this situation unfolded, and we did have a three-way tie between Cara, Argadine and Barry Rowe, what the Carby board did, they applied the current general rules, which meant that a three-way tie was decided by a scoring difference. So there was a small error, as far as the Southern Star understands, in terms of the regulations that were put forward by the Carby board. And it's on that that, that Barry Rowe had been fighting their elimination from the from the Junior A Championship. So Barry Rowe appealed it to, to the Cork County Executive and that was held in Parky Cueve uh, on Wednesday of last week. But the Barry Rowe appeal was unsuccessful. But while it was unsuccessful, um, the Southern Star, and we did this story on our website on Sunday, we learned that um, that the county executive recommended and in the interest of natural justice and fairness that Barry Rowe be reinstated into the Carberry Junior A Football Championship by means of a playoff. So that was the recommendation from the county executive last Wednesday night. And now, well, and then the Southern Star understands again that a meeting was held in an scheme on the following night, which is Thursday of last week, to try and find a solution. So there was the the, the clubs that were involved in this um Argadine and Barry Rowe trying to find the best way out of this but the issue could not be resolved on the night so what happened then because there was no route for Carberry to I think to force um, Cora and Argadine into this playoff situation the Carberry board inverted to the decision of the appeal which was to was to proceed with the championship without Barry Rowe even though the, the county executive had strongly recommended that Barry Rowe be put back in by means of a playoff so when that happened on on Friday, Barry Rowe, they decided to go down the DRA route, arbitration, to see can um, can they find a way to be reinstated back into the West Cork Championship. And that's where we're at right now. So like I said, by the time people are listening to this chat, hopefully there is white smoke and hopefully we do know what's happening. But it's all resulted, Jack, in the Carberry Junior A Football Championship has been put on hold. The four quarterfinals were meant to have been played um by, by Wednesday morning. There was three on Sunday and one on Tuesday night, but they're all put on hold. So we also have to remember that the Carberry Junior A Football Championship were up against a deadline to try and get the, the West Cork representatives into the county championship. And I think that's the, the September 23rd, 24th. So that's not too far away. And it's hard right now to see how the Carberry Junior A will be finished by then. So I'm not sure what's going to happen. Will Carberry try and nominate a representative to go forward into the county? I don't know. 
But another important point, and I know this might get confusing for our our listeners now, is that this year's Carberry Junior A Football Championship is so, so important because the winner of Carberry will be promoted to the new County Premier Junior ranks in 2023. So there's a huge prize, a huge carrot and offer for the winners of this year's Carberry Junior A Football Championship. In recent years, you'd have to win Carberry and then win the county to get promoted to the to the county championship. But because there's a new grade coming online in 2023, all the divisional winners across the county, the winners of their division automatically win promotion to the county grade. So when you look at it from that perspective, you can see why Barry Rowe are, 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 are really eager to get back in this championship and fight for their place because they know if they can win this year's Carberry Junior A, then they'd be promoted into that new county County um, Premier Junior grade next year so there's a lot on the line but there's there's no getting away it's been a bit bit of a mess the last couple of weeks and um, it's just held the championship up while we wait to see what the outcome will be and you mentioned the the messy nature of it all like obviously there is hearsay and theories going around amongst the clubs but another um, aspect that can't be positive for Carberry football in general is the fact that the Carberry divisional football side has been on such a good run so far this season and a lot of the, the players involved in that would also obviously be involved in this Carberry Junior A football championship so you would imagine the likes of manager Tim Buckley won't be thrilled that this delay has taken place because it's just going to reduce the amount of time he has with his players in the build up to the county quarter final which will be coming around sooner rather than later so there's just so many threads to unfurl here and uh, yeah as you say an extremely messy situation overall but as Kieran outlined by the time this podcast comes out there may well be white smoke and we may have more information but you'd have to sympathize well I, I, I feel sympathy for Barry Rowe anyway because no one wants to get knocked out of the championship without actually getting to play their full complement of games but then from the other perspective you can understand Cora and Algardine because they're probably just like they want to get on with the championship it was through no fault of their own that this decision was made and it reminds me slightly of I don't know if you remember the 2006 World Cup playoffs when Ireland qualified for the playoffs and prior to the group stages it was said that the playoffs would be unseeded and then after the playoffs were the playoff teams were settled it was decided that playoffs would be seeded and Ireland had to draw had to be drawn against France, and we all know what happened after that with Thierry Henry's handball. So, yeah, having the rules set at the start, and then whether or not it was an intentional uh, change or just an innocent mistake, it's just a messy situation for all involved. So, Kieran, you're going to have more details on that in this week's Southern Star, especially with the fact that we should have uh, some more solid information ahead of Thursday. But I don't know if you wanted to mention anything else there or will we move it's, on to this weekend? It, it's almost just before we finish up, just to pick up on the point you made there about the Carberry senior football team and even the, the different clubs that have been affected by this through no fault of their own. I put up a tweet on Monday night and, uh, and uh, a fellow I know from Kilmackaby got back to me and he was saying like, it's not ideal for, for the likes of Kilmackaby through no fault of their own. Like they're waiting to see what's going to happen. And what will happen now is there will be a rush to get this Carberry Championship, Junior A Championship finished. And that's not ideal. Are we looking at midweek games? Are we looking at a midweek final? Um, what's going to happen in terms of nominating a Carberry team possibly to go into the county series? What happens then if that the Carberry team that's nominated to go into the county series wins the county, but they're not actually the Carberry team that wins this year's championship? 
do they get promoted up into the the junior, the premier junior ranks? Like, there's so many different questions out there. I don't know how it's what's going to happen. It's going to be interesting the next couple of weeks to see how it plans out. But like you said, too, Jack, not ideal for the Caribbean senior football team. They'll be in a huge county quarterfinal. I think it's the the week of the, the weekend of the seventeenth or eighteenth. But there's a good chance now there'll be Carberry Junior A football games that weekend. And look at the likes of St. Mary's, who have five players on the on the, the Carberry senior football team. Look at um obviously you've the Driscolls from Cora are on there. So it's going to impact them as well. So the likelihood is the Carberry senior football team, huge county quarterfinal, but some of their players will have big Carberry Junior A football games as well. So obviously not ideal because we've lost out on a on a whole round of games in the weekend just gone. And we don't know now will there be um a playoff in, in one side before it gets to the quarterfinal. So, like I said, hopefully by the time people listen to this podcast, we'll have news up on southernstar.ie. And of course, we'll have the 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 full story in this Thursday, Southern Star Sports. So it'll be worth checking it out for that. Yeah, let's park that saga there for now, so Kieran, and let's switch our attention to this week's club football action. And as I mentioned at the top, we're going to speak to Thomas O'Rourke of Carberry Rangers ahead of their Big game against the Bars with Carberry Rangers, hopefully looking to top that group. And if results go their way, they may even book themselves a direct ticket to the semi-final. But Kieran, before we hear from Thomas, you might take us through some of the other big storylines to keep an eye out for, starting with the group of death in the Premier Senior Football Championship. Yeah, huge weekend in the county football championships coming up. So we start off with the Premier Senior Football Championship. So all games are on this Sunday, September 4th, and all games are thrown off at 4pm. So that adds, really adds to the excitement. We saw it with the hurling last weekend. Um, when the, the when it comes down to the final round of games and there's so much on the line, it's just really exciting. So let's jump so to the to the group of dates. So there's two games in there. Castlehaven are taking on Newstestown. That game is in Rossmore, while Clannacilty will take on Nemo Rangers in Bandon. So as it stands, Nemo Rangers are, are already true from Group C, but either one of Castlehaven, Clannacilty, and Newstestown will join them. Castlehaven are in the driving seat. They're on two points, while Clan and Newstestown are a point apiece. But, and it's a, I know it's a big but, but if Newstestown can, can beat Castlehaven, they'll leapfrog um, Castlehaven in the table. And that could put them in the position to get the, the runner-up spot in Group C. So there's a lot on the line in that game. And we also, too, have, like you said, we've um, Thomas O'Rourke coming up in the podcast. But Carberry Rangers have a big game against St. Finbar's in their group. That's in Ballinascarty on Sunday at 4pm. Both teams are, are already through to the knockout stages. St. Finbar's are in the driving seat here and are, are in a good position to take that one semi-final spot on offer. It would take a big Carby Rangers win and other results to go their way for, for Rangers to take that semi-final place. So we just have to wait and see how that unfolds. But Jack, it's, it's just a big weekend right across the, the different grades, including in the senior A football championship so I'm going to have a quick look at the games here and these are on Saturday this Saturday 3rd of September and they're all thrown in at 7pm so Group A is of interest to us um, O'Donovan Rasa are all already true they're topping Group A on four points and they're playing Clyder Rovers and if Skib win this game they'll be odds on to take one of the two semi-final spots that are up for grabs but there's a huge game at the bottom of the table Island Rovers haven't won a game in this year's championship and they're going to, they're taking on Newmarket. That game is in Cladove at seven o'clock on Saturday and Ireland need to win this game because 
if they lose this, there is a chance they could be in a in another relegation playoff. So how the relegation playoff works in Senior A, it's the bottom two teams from the three groups um, they'll meet in the playoff. Island Rovers are currently on zero points in Group A. Bandon are currently on zero points in Group A, B. And Knocknagree have no points in Group C. So they're the three teams right now that are really in danger of being stuck in that relegation playoff. So huge game for Island Rovers. Quick look at Group B as well. And Donnie's lead that group at the moment. They're on three points along with Bellingiri. And like we said, Bendon are on no points at the bottom of the table. And this weekend, Donnie's take on Kish game, knowing that that win there will see them through to the knockout stages. While Bendon's game against Bellingiri is a huge game for Bendon because they need to get points on the board to avoid the relegation playoff. But they're playing a Bellingiri team that's in a good position to get through to the knockout stage. So a lot to... It's it's just a huge game for Bendon, a huge game because Bellingiri would be fancy to take the points there. And then there's also in the, in the other grades you've Bentry Blues already true in the senior A or sorry in the premium to, premium intermediate football. We've Gabriel's and Adrigol in the intermediate football. So huge weekend of football championship action, um, including like we said at the top with Carberry Rangers. And it was good to catch up with Thomas O'Rourke for a chat about Rangers season to date because. This has been a progressive season for Ross already. In the last two years, they, they never got out of the group stage. But now with one game to go, Kirby Rangers are guaranteed a quarterfinal spot. And they have a free shot against the Bears this weekend. It's a great chance for Rangers to see where they stand in the pecking order right now. And as you'll hear from Thomas O'Rourke, they're eager to see where they do stand. Huge game for Carberry Rangers this Sunday in Ballinasgarty at 4pm when they take on County Champion St. Finbars in the final, in their final group game of this stage of the competition. And we're delighted now to be joined by Thomas O'Rourke of Carberry Rangers to have a chat about their season today. So welcome to the podcast, Thomas. Thanks for having me, Karen. Like I was saying, it's the Bars this Sunday in Bell. But both the Bars and Ross, you're, you're both already true to the knockout stages. So how do you approach a game like this Already known that you're true to the to the quarterfinals at worst. I suppose um, it's the same as any other championship game for us. Really, just you're go- you're going out with the intention of winning the game. Um, obviously, it's it's kind of a nice comfort to to have the knowledge that we are true to the next round. Prior to to playing the game, that you're not going into the final game having having to get the win. It is it is a bit of comfort there, but. Again, like it, the only way to approach any game really is to, to go out and to try and win it. So, yeah, that's that's the mindset we have going into it. And there is a carrot, I suppose, for, for the teams with a 100% record so far in the Premier Senior Football Championship because we know that the top team will get a buy straight through to the to the semi-final. So while Ross and the Bears, okay, already through to the knockout stages, there is a chance, I suppose, depending on what happens in the, in the other group with Nemo, to, to maybe get that top spot if the result goes Ross's way on, on Sunday. Yeah, I suppose um, again that's not really something that's come into into play for us. I suppose in the last two games against Cardiff and Air we would have been fairly disappointed in conceding late goals and, and a few late cheap scores um, in both games, which has kind of affected our scoring difference fairly negatively. So I don't think we're really coming to play for for getting that semi final spot at all. I think the Bears are probably in a very good position if in terms of scoring difference, if you're to look at the tables after the two games have been played across the board. And I think, I'm not sure how, how the other two groups are looking, but I think Mallow are actually in a strong position too. So yeah, I guess like, I think we have a fair idea that even if we 
do get the win against the Bears. I don't think we'll probably get that that semi-final spot by, by the way it's kind of kind of panning out. So yeah, it's it's not something that again is kind of coming into play for us, I guess. Well, like you said, like, there's a great comfort going into this game. You no, know, you're you're already true to the to the knockout stages, but it's a good chance for for Ross to just to see where you're at compared to the best team in the county right now. Absolutely, yeah. Like we obviously we have massive respect for the Bears, especially what they're after doing in the last couple of seasons. Um, obviously last season they had a an unbelievable run, getting to the All Ireland semi final. Um, and we know that any time you come up against the Bears, you're going to be tested uh, physically. And and you know they're they're a great footballing side as well, so yeah we're 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 ready for a battle. We know they're going to going to be you know up there at the, at the end of the season, regardless of what what happens next uh, Sunday. But yeah, no, we're we're looking forward to I suppose kind of gauging where we are at this stage of the season. Um, we're obviously after coming on a lot in the last two seasons, developing a lot of our younger players, and seems to start it's it's starting to come together for us. I think you know so it's a good gauge. Now to be playing the county champions on Sunday. Just a touch on that, Thomas, and Holly O'Sullivan mentioned it in, in one of his columns lately that this has been a Caribbean Rangers team in transition over the last couple of years. But I think we saw saw against Aero Og in, in the last game, and I'm just looking here. He he said, um, Holly said that the Caribbean Rangers have been waiting for their young guns to start the fire to speed up that transitional phase that the club was going through. Jack Cavan, Keelan Scannell, Pat O'Rourke, and Jack O'Regan put their shoulders to the wheel on Sunday against Aero Og and. Just on this transitional phase, like you're one of the elder statesmen, if I can say that you were you're there back in in the glory day of, of 2016 when when Ross scaled Everest and you were crowned county champions for the first time. But you've you've been there for that success and you've seen this transitional period now. So where do you think this team is right now? Um, going into the knockout stages, um, I think we're in a very good place. I think you know we've had two bad seasons prior to this um, in terms of results. Um, where we're at now, um, I would say that a lot of players have gained a lot more experience playing championship football. Um, I'd say a lot of players have gained more experience just playing adult football in general. Um, obviously, we had that kind of success. Uh, we were we were used to being kind of in the in the latter stages of the championship. Um, a lot of that team has since you know hung up their boots or or moved on, um, and we've kind of come again with a with a newer. Kind of, um, I suppose, younger, youthful panel, um, mainly based off of the under twenty one success uh, at West Cork level, and we had so that that team makes up the basis, the majority of our panel at this stage. So we have a very young panel. Obviously, a lot of players needed to gain experience and and get up to the to the level of things. And I think, sure, they're definitely getting there. Um, I suppose we, we won't know until until we come up against you know the the knockout stages are uh, come up against the, the the kind of yeah the higher level teams, I guess. Yeah. But from what you've seen so far of, of these young guns, like some of the fellas I mentioned there, the Jack Kevans and the Keenan Scannels and and so on, like they're they're really like Holly did say they're putting their shoulder to the wheel this year, and they really have stepped up. Because if we look at the the past few seasons, it was disappointing for Ross. You just you were just um just won't get out of the group, I suppose, and getting through to the to the business end. But something seems to have changed this year. There's definitely a change. Um, I think it, it really is just down to that extra year of experience and that extra year of, um, you know, um, playing at 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 adult level football. Like it's uh, it does take a bit of adjusting. I know myself. Like it took me a few years to to get get used to it. You're used to, you know, kind of, um, 
finding it quite easily easy to play at underage level and then when you come up into the adult grades it does take adjusting for sure um a lot of these guys are stepping into it in their first year and performing excellently it has to be said um so like it, it, it's very promising for the future that if these guys are able to get to that level already hopefully they'll be able to drive it on going forward um but yeah like all of the younger guys that are into the team um over the past couple of years have have made great contributions and you know shown a lot of leadership there as well how much are they keeping you all on your toes because you always hear of young fellas coming into the panel and they're they're full of energy they're full of running and you could the older heads are inside there or, try, or trying to keep up with them is, is that the story in in ross training right now definitely is um there's a there's a few guys there that that fancy themselves in the fitness tests that they'd be on the older age age kind of scale but uh yeah no there's definitely good competition and um, it keeps keeps it fresh as well when you have new players coming into it every year and um yeah exactly it keeps you on your toes and just sticking on this transitional um team for a second so as we've always associated Seamus Hayes and John Hayes with Carberry Rangers for the last Jesus 15-20 years but Seamus is doing great stuff with, with the juniors now we see John has come on in in the last couple of games but that just shows that I suppose the change and evolution of, of, of this team that these younger fellas are coming on and we still have John Hayes and James Fitzpatrick and these fellas around but these young fellas have stepped up to senior, which is a big positive for the club. Yeah, exactly. Like, um, obviously, a lot, a lot of talk about the the kind of transition that we've gone through in the in the last two years. But you know, during that transitional period, you still had all of these guys that that have done done everything with the club, like John and Seamus, like James Fitzpatrick, and they give great guidance and great kind of um, advice to to the younger players. And obviously, everyone's looking up to them. Um, taking on board what they're saying and and seeing the standards that they've set in the past and, and going with those. So, yeah, great to have those kind of guys still around the place. Yeah. Oh, 100% Thomas. And let's have a look so at the group game so far. Be Carrigaline in the first game, but it's that second game against Aero Oak. That was the important game. That's the game that guaranteed Carby Rangers their place in the quarterfinals. And you only have to go back 12 months ago in Bendon as well when Aero Oak beat Carby Rangers that day. But Fast forward now, and it was Carby Rangers that, that came out on top. What happened in that 12 months for, 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 for this turnaround? Is it what we were saying there? Is it that these young fellas have now stepped up? Or is this Carby Rangers team in general just in a better place? Um, yeah, I suppose like when we were coming into the season and we, we got Aerog in, in the in the group, we knew that this is going to be a very tough test, especially, you know, they, they beat us um, fairly well the year prior. Um, it was you know, um, a real eye-opener for us where, you know, how far off we were, I suppose, at the time. Um, it's a combination of, you know, again, I, I keep saying it, the, the experience gained by, I suppose, everyone on, 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 the, on the team by, by continuing playing in, under the new system with Declan Hayes in charge. You know, we have our, we have our system well and truly ironed out now. Um, and also then we had Brendan Walsh of uh, Gorilla Fitness, um, came in as our strength and conditioning coach um, and he's done savage work with us throughout the whole season. And I think our fitness levels, if you were to compare them to last year, through the roof, you know, so um, that, that's been a major, a major uh, asset to, to us as well in the last 10 minutes of games. I think we're definitely seeing it in a lot of our games that our fitness is, is definitely helping us in, in getting to, 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 you know, getting to wins essentially really, you know, it definitely helps but uh, we also know that that's kind of like the, the base minimum standard that we need if we want to be competitive in this in this championship that we need to be as fit as any other team you know so 
that's probably the biggest aspect of of the improvement we've seen over the last year. What was that feeling like? So the final whistle in Bend and um, Cab Rangers beat Arrow. You knew you were true to the quarterfinals. Back in the back in the conversation for, for the big prize. Back in the, the business end. You know, it's been a couple of years since since you've been there. Like, it's, is is it is it excitement? Is it relief? How would you kind of sum up being being back in this stage? I would say excitement's probably a better word to use. Yeah, definitely. Um, like, you know, we were probably well personally anyway. We were spoiled kind of coming into such a good team. Um, coming into such a competitive team and always getting to the latter stage of the championship and you do actually end up taking it for granted at, at times. Um, last two years not getting out of the group stage, that was a big, you know, a big incentive this year to to drive it on and, and get back on track and get to the knockout stages was was what we set out for ourselves at the, the start of the year. We're there now, so, you know, regardless of how the Sunday goes, um, we're, we're there regardless. Um, obviously, we're, we're, we're going out to, to try to beat the Bears, but there's a nice sense of excitement that we have a, a quarterfinal uh, to look forward to. Um, and, you know, it's you can kind of just play freely there because there's nothing to lose at, at this stage for us. How have you found the last couple of years, Thomas? Like you said, like you came into that Kirby Rangers team, it was county semifinals, county finals, then 2016 winning that county final. And I suppose when you're a young fella coming into... A setup like that, like you said, like you, you'd almost presume or assume this is going to happen every year. Like we're going to be here at, at this stage of the competition, but like we all know, it just doesn't work out like that. There's always peaks and troughs for for teams. So how how have you kind of found the last couple of years to, when they weren't as successful as, as the previous few? It's I would say like no less enjoyable than I ever have playing football. Um, obviously with COVID now um, and the disjointed season, it did have a big impact on on training and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, maybe even a, a very short season at, in 2019 and 20, but uh, I get, or in 2020, sorry. But um, I, I don't think it's it's impacted the enjoyment of it. Um, obviously, when you lose a championship game, it's never it's never a nice thing. There's nothing that beats that feeling of winning, winning a championship game. And um, it, it's just great to have it back now this year. Um, I think, you know, Maybe we needed we needed the, the years to build again um, to get things back on track. And it does feel like they're getting back on track now. So yeah, it's a I suppose it's it's just it's 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 an enjoyable thing, I think, you know. You're you're kind of starting anew with with a lot of new faces and a lot of new guys on the panel. And it's like it's like a new kind of journey I suppose if that doesn't sound too cheesy <laughs> oh no no it's, it's a yeah. it's a it's a good description and what's also good right right now is that we will have a couple of West Cork teams in the business end of this competition we know Carberry Rangers are going to be there we know the Carberry senior football team will be there as well we know that one of Castlehaven Nemo and Clan will progress as well so we will have at least three um, um, uh, West Cork teams there I suppose it's a good sign of a football in division right now. But if, if you could have a and, and this is fantasy football, oh, if you could play any one of the West Cork teams in, in the quarterfinal, I mean, oh, this probably won't come to pass. Is there anyone you'd love to have a have a crack off? That's a dangerous question. Um, it's loaded, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> um, like to be honest, like obviously, we're, we're you know we have kind of good bit of competitive nature built up with, with the club teams around West Cork. Um, and and then for the division to be there as well, it's definitely interesting. I I couldn't uh, I couldn't pick a favorite between all of them, though, to be honest. I'd say, and uh, 
yeah, no, it, it'll be interesting. It's great to see Kerry back up there. Um, it's been a while, I know Duhallow have been fairly dominant at the divisional level, um, but it's great to see it for, for the junior clubs in, in the division to have that representation, that, that opportunity to play in the championship as well. It's great to see. That was probably the best answer you could have given, Thomas. So you you've really dodged a bullet in that one. But but before I, I let you go as well, I suppose I have to ask about Declan Hayes. Obviously, a former teammate of yours who stepped into the the management hot seat last year. He 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 had a tough opening year, but it's great to see things working out for Declan now. Kind of when you have a former teammate who becomes a manager, what, what what's what's that relationship like then, and how much does it change? Um. Yes, yeah, it's an interesting question. Um, I think with with Decky there, like. Decky would have always been very kind of focused on on when you even as a player, you know, the, the tactical side of the game and um standards were were a big thing with him. Like there's there's no better man for for kind of a, a professional approach than than Deck. And that's definitely come true into his management style. Um I think you know tactically he's he's very astute, he's he's very good at conveying what he wants us to do. Um and in terms of interaction um i don't think it really impacts um it impacts the fact that i played with him before that a, a few of the players have played with him before i think you know we we recognize that he's the manager he recognizes that we're players and there's a mutual respect there that you know just communicate uh correctly and there, there's no issues yeah uh brilliant stuff thank you so much for for being so kind with your time on this week's podcast thomas and best look on sunday against the bears yeah again thanks the Star Sport Podcast is brought to you in association with Access Credit Union and the Donal O'Driscoll Student Bursary. The Donal O'Driscoll Student Bursary has been established to honour the career and achievements of Access Credit Union's late CEO, Donal O'Driscoll. Throughout his long term as CEO, Donal championed the credit union ethos of supporting and empowering members, particularly in the sphere of education. In recognition of this, the Donal O'Driscoll Bursary will provide financial support to one individual embarking on third-level education or commencing an apprenticeship in 2022. The recipient of the bursary will be awarded €5,000 to help with costs. To apply for the bursary, visit www.accesscu.ie forward slash bursary. Welcome back to the Star Sport Podcast. And as always, at this time of the week, we're going to preview this week's Southern Star Sports section. But before we do that, I just want to draw our listeners' attention to an updated version of the Southern Star's e-paper app that's now available for download in the iTunes Store and the Android Store. So for the first time ever, Southern Star users can read the Southern Star e-paper via an Android app. So for all the Android users out there who've been clamoring for an app that they can read their digital Southern Star on, you now have it. So no more complaints. The Southern Star Android app is available for download right now. You can subscribe and read the Southern Star on your computer, on your tablet, or on any smartphone you have, not just iPhone, any smartphone you can get your hands on. And you can read the Southern Star and the Southern Star Sports section and our great supplements for less than two euro per week. So Kieran, for any people thinking about subscribing, one give us give us the sell what's in the sports section this week what's going to make people sign up and download our new android app i have to say first the android app is brilliant i'm an android user and now i get the southern star thursday morning straight to my phone so for any of our podcast listeners really 
from 6.30 a.m. as well. So if you're an oh, early brilliant. bird. It's, it's, it's brilliant because, like I said, I, I, I'm a Samsung man. I was, I was Apple years ago, Jack, but I just never... I don't know what it is about me. Maybe I'm just odd. Um, maybe, maybe that's it. But I've always been a, been a Samsung man and the Android and the Android phone. So to have the app now, it's just brilliant. And it is a game changer. I'm going to use a sport phrase here. So for any of our listeners, um, check it out. Really do check it out. It's really, really good. And the Southern Star Sport, like it's, it's always been really good. But I think it's been exceptional these last couple of weeks. And I'm going to blow my own trumpet here. Um, because it really is good. And this week's Southern Star is as good, if not better, than the last couple of weeks. So we've previews ahead of the huge weekend of football championship action. So we've talked to Haven boss, James McCarthy, Skib manager, Gino Donovan, Island Rovers joint manager, Dermot Duggan, Gabriel Rangers, player coach, Pat Nolan. Great interview there. So they're well worth checking out. Have to touch on two. It was a it was a good weekend for a lot of West Cork hurling clubs in the hurling championship last weekend. So Kilbritton are true to the semi-final. We have a match report from their derby win against Barry Rowe. Okay, bad weekend for Newcastle. They crashed out, but Bendon are true in the in the senior and the senior A hurling and also Argentine Rangers advance as well. So for our hurling fans out there, this Thursday star has loads for them. Also to touch on, we have a roundup of the. Cork Ladies Football Championships, which are quite busy at the moment. And there was a very notable result for, for Clannock Hilty. They won their first ever senior championship game this weekend with Kira Ryan scoring 1-7. So check that out. And congrats too to the Castle Avon Ladies who won their first ever intermediate um, championship game too. So we've all that in Thursday's Southern Star. Not so good news for West Cork's Camogie teams at the moment. There were defeats for both Newcestown and Inneskeen in the senior championship weekend. So we have reports and reaction on those in Thursday's paper. I'm going to jump now to road bowling for our road bowling fans out there. We two West Cork Sports Star Award presentations um, at the Celtic Ross last week, and I caught up with Rachel Kingston from Togor, who picked up a youth award. She's a European gold medalist and All-Ireland under-18 champion, so we have a full-page interview with her. And it was one of the biggest crowds we ever saw at a monthly presentation. Rachel Kingston has some backing from, from the Togger Club and from her her friends and family. So um, they'll all be delighted to know that there's a full-page interview with Rachel in Thursday Star. And Hannah Sexton also picked up an award for her incredible first year at senior level when she won um, uh, Munster Gold. And I have a quick catch-up with Hannah as well. So that's worth checking out. For our motorsport fans, Keith Cronin is back in British Rally Championship action in Wales this weekend. So we're chatting to Keith, the series leader, as he heads across the Irish Sea for another hugely pivotal weekend in this championship race. Great news too on the rugby field for Clannacilty Rugby Club. They've launched their fundraiser for their new 4G all-weather pitch, which will be a huge addition to the club. It's um with a full page on this in Torres' star. This is a local rugby club with over 800 members and over 600 young members. So it's uh, it's a club that's going places and they've launched an incredible new new draw um, with huge prizes up for grabs. There's an electric car. I think it's a Volkswagen. I'm gonna, I, I won't even try to attempt um, the, 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 the model of the car, but it's worth 55,000 euro. And that's the first prize in this draw. So we've all the details of the draw of how much the tickets are, where you can get the tickets and also really good second and third prizes. So that's in this Thursday Southern Star. And another highlight and a silver lining 
in this kind of, I suppose, this Carby Junior A football mess is that we've had a chance to go big on the Carby Junior B football quarterfinals, which could have been squeezed out in a normal weekend, but we have gone big in them in this Torres Southern Star. So a big win for Mahunas, who are true to the semi-final, while Donny's also got the better of O'Donovan Rasset. So we've really good re- reports and reaction on those as well as the Midcock Junior Hurling Championship and so much more. So, um, for, like I said, for people who can download our new app, Jack, this is a good week to do it. Absolutely. And if you do want to subscribe to the Southern Star e-paper, just go to www.southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper. And as I said, read the Southern Star on your computer, tablet or smartphone from 6.30 on Thursday morning for less than two euro per week and based on what kieran said that is in my mind incredible 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 value that's all we have time for this week thanks for listening to the star sport podcast and thanks as well to our producer dylan mangan if you enjoy these shows please make sure to rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts spotify youtube or wherever you get your podcasts Slán Tamil.